Welcome to Disney Versus, the podcast where mermaids are black. Hell yeah! This is also the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm Tori. I'm Grace. I just had to get that out of the way in case there was any doubt about where we stood on the conversation. Oh my gosh, I've been I've just been watching tons and tons of videos on TikTok of little black girls seeing the trailer for the first time and it's made me cry multiple times. Isn't so it good. great? It's so good. Also fuck everyone else who disagrees. Right, the the Discord right now on like Rings of Power which I haven't watched yet about dwarfs and elves being black and She-Hulk twerking and Ariel being black. It's a whole thing and I'm just like all of you collectively step back and go fuck yourselves. Yeah. If you have a problem with people, this. people were complaining about black people in House of Dragon. Like, are are you are you serious? Okay, great. Do you, do you have a problem with there being black people in <laughs> Westeros? They had to be yeah. somewhere. They had to be somewhere. <laughs> I mean, if there can be black unsullied, there can't be black Valerians. Mm-hmm. The fuck. Yeah. yeah. We, we are <laughs> already off point. topic. <laughs> but this is what kind of episode it's going to be today. We, uh, I'm going to try not to click my new chair also. That's awful for audio. Um, so today we wanted to have a short discussion uh, because D23 was at this point last weekend and Disney Plus Day was the day before. We wanted to talk about uh, a lot of the news stories that were coming out and we wanted to have a, or I, I watched Pinocchio, the live action Pinocchio. So I have a short review about that before we get to that as usual uh grace what you watch i am i finished the second season of westworld and basically through the remote i have haven't watched any more in two weeks because i'm over it <laughs> i think i'm almost ready to start watching again <laughs> um i have been watching house of dragon uh, I Hot like day. it far. <laughs> uh, I like it so far. I started playing the Disney video game Starlight Valley last night. What is that? Which is, it's like a sim game for Disney, kind of. So the idea is that there's, the, or the story is that there's this uh, occurrence called the forgetting and all of the characters in in this world in Starlight Valley have forgotten everything pretty much, and they're not quite sure what caused the forgetting. Um, and you have to help get rid of the forgetting so that everyone gets their memories back. What? Yeah, uh, it it's like I'm very I'm pretty much at the beginning. I'm still learning how to do all the things, but uh, I I went to Mickey's house. And I've planted some carrots, and I think I just learned how to make fruit salad. <laughs> so it sounds like Animal Crossing, but Disney. Yeah, kind of. I think Animal Crossing is, like, only part of it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What you watching? Um, I have also been watching Hot D, House of the Dragon. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I listen to another podcast <laughs> and they call it Hot D. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so clever. <laughs> and it works so well. That's funny. Um, yeah, I've been watching that. I've been watching She-Hulk on Disney Plus, like most of the world. 
Okay, uh, so do do you like it? Yes, there have been some episodes that haven't been as strong, I think, as others. But for the most part, I'm kind of enjoying it. It's not perfect by no means. Uh, mm-hmm. She-Hulk looks kind of like the the uh, visual effects of it kind of look off sometimes. I so that's so I watched the trailer for the second season, and I was like, "Why is all of the CGI like? Can't 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 we just put her in?" Alphabet makeup? <laughs> I was listening to someone talk about it and it's like, why don't why don't they take someone who's a WNBA player and use yeah. her as like the the figure, or, like the body? Yeah. Or I mean, I get that she's a speech tall, but or like an MMA fighter. Like that would make sense. I don't think MMA fighters are tall though. I'm sure there's there are there are, there are probably some, but most I've seen are like my height, and I'm yeah. not tall. I think I think She Hulk is supposed to be like six seven at least. Yeah. So, but yeah, what they're doing now, I've seen the the behind the scenes. Uh, Tatiana Maslany is in like she's the motion person. It's mm-hmm. just making her look like making her movements, She Hulk's movements, don't look the best. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, most of uh, out of the five episodes that I've seen, I can say I've enjoyed like three and a half of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to say which ones, but yeah, it's uh, overall it's been good. I've I've enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I've laughed. Uh, I like how it fits in with the Marvel universe. Nice. I've also I am also in a book club. Uh, we just Ooh. had our first meeting a couple days ago, and we are reading the book Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. We've only talked about chapter one, and I've read ahead. I'm about to start chapter four. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, blowing me away. Yeah, I I didn't finish it, which I think is ironic, but um, I think I got about 40% of the way through. Mm-hmm. I like that. I should pick it back up because I was doing it on audio, I think. I'm doing both. Uh, someone sent out the a PDF of the book for us to read on Kindle. And I'm an mm-hmm. audio person, so I thankfully it's on YouTube in audio mm-hmm. format. So I've been doing both. Kind mm-hmm. of speeds it up, too. Yeah, I haven't watched very many movies that I've been over the moon about, though. I haven't been to the movies in a hot minute. I went and saw a movie today that I'm not going to talk about because... It was okay, but I was kind of bored during it. Like, I was actively falling asleep during the movie, which is oh, wow. upsetting. Yeah. but it, And it had so many people that I like in the movie as well. So mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, I'm, yeah, I can't talk about this movie. Yeah. All the news that we're going to talk about today is all D23 stuff. We have another episode that we're doing later in the week. So all the news that isn't D23, we will talk about on that episode. Uh, but yeah, the D23 weekend was this past weekend, and they announced a lot of stuff. Uh, Disney, Pixar, there was some Marvel, Marvel stuff. There was some Star Wars stuff that I I really don't have anything to say about the, Marvel, about the uh, Star Wars stuff. I do. Okay. When we get there, we'll... A little bit. All right. When we get there, we will gush but uh let's uh start with pixar shall we 
So they announced, well, it had already been announced, but they uh, gave some more information about Elemental, mm-hmm. uh, the movie coming out, directed by Peter Son, uh, who directed The Good Dinosaur. Uh, they announced the leads, uh, Leah Lewis and uh, Mamadou Athi. And it's coming out uh, June 16th, 2023. I'm really excited about this one because I like the look of it. Yeah, it looks a lot like in the same style of Inside Out Mm -hmm. and Soul a little bit. Yeah, but with elemental people instead of humans or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the emotions were supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Peter Son was also the voice of Socks in... uh, Lightyear. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm interested to I'm interested to see. I'm I'm kind of upset that they we only got a trailer for like two of the things that we're gonna talk about, which is unfortunate. But mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see what it's what the world is going to look like. Because me, I I got Zootopia in my head with the way yeah. the city's supposed to be. Yeah. And the blurb talked about it being about how these two elements are have such different personalities but um but actually have a lot in common um mm-hmm. so sounds like a great a great pixar study in humanity uh the next thing they told us about was pixar's first long form series uh win or lose uh directed by carrie hobson and michael yates it's supposed to be a it's supposed to take place over the course of a week uh, the same week for a softball team and it takes place from different uh different characters points of views mm-hmm. which sounds super interesting to me yeah i think that'll be cool mm-hmm. that is going to hit disney plus fall of 2023 how do you feel about pixar delving into the series space well they've kind of already done it with monsters at work mm-hmm I think that was their legitimate first TV show or first TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the difference between long form and short form is these episodes are probably going to be longer than 30 minutes because the mm-hmm. Monsters at Work shorts were, or Monsters at Work episodes were pretty short. Okay. Um, more closer to 20 to 25 minutes, like a traditional, you know, kids cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they can do shorts, they can do movies. Why not do a a animated long form show, which mm-hmm. with a concept like that, and it's really you you set your parameters. It's a week, yeah, and you don't really have to worry about time or pacing, and you're kind of just writing around kind of the same circle but you're just mm-hmm. adding different details to the timeline. Yeah. So, and it also features uh, Will Forte as Coach Dan, who is the coach of the softball team. Mm-hmm. Next, they announced uh, Elio, uh, which will be directed by Adrian Molina, who co-directed Coco, mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Jonas Cabriab as uh, Elio. And America Ferreira as his mom. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, this movie is about a kid who gets beamed into, uh, he discovers himself beamed into 
the Communiverse, which is kind of the mm-hmm. universe's version of the uh, United Nations, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I think it's a fun concept, yeah. And he ends up being the representative, is that right? Yeah, for Earth. I reserve all judgments until I see a trailer. Yeah, it, it was disappointing. We got lots of um, kind of chatter about releases, but not all that much in the way of previews. We got a, a couple good previews. And this one is coming to theaters uh, spring of 2024. So we have uh, a little ways to go, a lot of ways to go since we're coming to the end of summer 2022. Mm-hmm. And the big one that I texted you in all caps about, uh, Inside Out 2 is happening. Yeah. From director Kelsey Mann, who was one of the writers on uh, The Good Dinosaur. Uh, it's set for release in summer 2024, and it's supposed to be go inside the head of Teenage Riley. I... Okay, so I know that some of the staff isn't, or some of the staff, some of the um, cast isn't coming back. I didn't know that. Yeah, some of the cast isn't coming back, and we're supposed to get new emotions. So I'm excited about the new emotions, especially for Teenage Riley. I, I think my one thing that I'm not, that I'm a little concerned about is how do we make this really different from Turning Red? Now I'm speculating on which emotions will be there and which emotions will Lust. That's the first Maybe. one I was thinking of. Yeah, like what? Uh, anxiety? <laughs> Maybe. Depends on where they want to go. Like where yeah. Where could they, where should they go? Because anxiety, yeah. Anxiety seems like a good one. Um, and I could see like lust being crush instead. Because they did have the, because Inside Out kind of has a universe because they had Riley's first date, mm-hmm. the short. Mm-hmm. So it's not outside the realm of possibility that, you know. Yeah. I think Crush would be a good name for for the character. I just think, as as Dash said in Incredibles 2, Riley will go, be going through adolescence. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. How do you feel about, because uh, I haven't read a lot of discourse about it. How do you think people will feel about there being a sequel to what's held as one of the best Pixar movies? Because I never thought they would go back to Inside Out because it's like Up, Wally, Ratatouille, the, you know, the, the higher, like the, there are yeah. some of the ones that haven't gotten a sequel. Yeah. Um and we're and those are starting to come out. And it, what I'm hoping Pixar avoids is we had that kind of. I feel like this was in the early 2000s and maybe 2010s, where Disney went through this whole resurgence of sequels, and yeah. they weren't all they weren't all that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I'm hoping Pixar stays true to their brand um, and continues to be innovative. It continues to tell really, really great thoughtful stories um like i don't think that toy story 2 needed to exist but if it was the bridge to get to toy story 3 i'll allow it um so like can we just avoid some toy story 2s despite your displeasure with toy story 2 uh most of pixar's sequels like more often than not pixar sequels are commercial or critical successes. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the Toy Stories were either highly rated, most of them were highly rated and commercial successes. Um, Cars 2 and 3 made money merchandising wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Incredibles 2 was Incredibles 2. And I can't think of. I think that was the. Those were the only ones from Pixar, anyway. Because Monsters Inc. or Monsters Monst- University, yeah, Monsters, which U. was so good. Pixar has a better sequel track record than Disney proper does, because most of Disney's That's true. most of Disney's sequels have been direct to video, direct to DVD, direct to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So, I I would trust Pixar with a sequel more than I would trust Disney proper with a sequel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but again, I reserve all judgments until I see a, a trailer. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of Disney proper, it was their event. So they had to show up too. Uh, <laughs> we got, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, there was, there was no shade on that comment. Uh, we got more information on Zootopia plus. Uh, which is a uh, we got more looks on Zootopia Plus, a short form series that is actually coming out November 9th on Disney Plus. Uh, I I'm intrigued. I think this could be really interesting. I do we know if it's following? I I didn't see that segment. Do we know if that one's following the same characters? I don't think it's following specifically Judy and Nick, which is why I'm kind of huffy about it Mm. i like the idea of like they could easily make this the law and order but in zootopia it's right there it's right there (laughs) i am so for it or like scooby-doo um (laughs) but i i think you could like pixar we've talked about this before one of our favorite things is that pixar does such a great job of world building and so i huh this is Disney animation. Oh, it's Disney. Yeah. That's right. That's not Pixar. Um, I, I, but it looks like Pixar. So I always think it is. But I I could also see like, okay, what's the baker up to? Like going and visiting all the different people in this t- in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on at the opera? <laughs> I kind of like that idea too. I know it's following characters like uh, Flash and... Uh, Mr. Big and his daughter and uh, Clawhauser and just all the kind of the side characters that were present mm-hmm. in Zootopia. Because like you said, Zootopia has such a big, large world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of story that can be mined from those characters and their, you know, their going, their everyday goings ons. Um, I also saw in on day three, what I was watching was when I was at work they were talking about expansions to the parks mm-hmm. and how uh, Animal Kingdom, oh, no, no, not Animal Kingdom. Uh, no, Animal Kingdom. They were taught, they're in talks and there's concept art of going deeper into the world of Zootopia and looking at some of the worlds and parts of the city that we didn't see mm-hmm. in the movie. And that's interesting. Like, I hope they, I just want them to explore that in a show or a movie. Just yeah. give me more of it. Yeah. Uh, um, 
another long-form series that is coming to Disney Plus is Iwaju, which mm-hmm. is a uh, collaboration between Disney and the Pan-African comic book company Kugali. Mm-hmm. And from what I saw, it looks it's a coming of age story that looks like it takes place in kind of it, it looks like the way they described it, it it's Wakanda, but mm-hmm. it's actually Lagos. It's based okay. on the African, I think, city or nation of Lagos. I think it's a okay. city. And from what they were saying, uh, the city is divided culturally and socioeconomically. Mm-hmm. And the series gonna the series is gonna delve into you know a character dealing with you know that in their life and how they you know grow and grow up in those times. Yeah, yeah. Look- so I'm looking at DisneyFandom.com and the synopsis is the upcoming show is based on a futuristic Lagos, Nigeria. The series will explore class, innocence, and challenging the status quo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on the artwork, I think that's going to look really cool. Mm-hmm. I just want... Yeah. Something I'm excited is all these new creators that are coming out is for Disney's art styles to evolve. Because we've mm-hmm. talked about it. We've talked about it before. Disney kind of hit a sweet spot. Not a sweet spot, but they kind of hit a, um, a groove of uh, their art style. And the way they look from like tangled mm-hmm. all the way through, you know, kind of frozen two ish, even Raya and Encanto on some levels, the art style and the character models look similar. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if we're gonna, if we're not gonna get, you know, Disney's Game of Thrones with all the, with all the characters and the kingdoms being interconnected, that's a tease for uh, our next episode. Um, mm-hmm. I, Give me something different art style wise or art direction or character model wise. Mm-hmm. So the world can kind of evolve and grow and, yeah. you know, we can get different art styles from different, different creators. Mm-hmm. Both of these, both Zootopia plus and Iwaju are uh, series that are coming to Disney plus mm-hmm. the only, they talked about um, strange world which we are going to wait and talk about when the movie comes out. But mm-hmm. the next uh, movie that they have coming out is called Wish from uh, director Chris Buck and Vaughn Vera Sunthorn mm-hmm. uh, with songs by Julia Michaels and starring Ariana DeBose, who uh, just won a, who won a Oscar for West Side Story. It celebrates uh, Disney's, 100 year history with Mm -hmm. uh, the wishing star and wondering how the wishing star that so many people have wished on before became the wishing star. And I think that's an interesting concept because uh, when you wish upon a star has become so iconic uh, of a concept of a song of a thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, It's interesting that they're writing a whole movie around that, you know, mythos. Yeah. And I'm interested to see and hear Ariana DeBose do more things. Yeah. Because she's fantastic. Grace, uh, you want to talk about uh, Disenchanted as we get into stuff that's coming directly to, more stuff that's coming directly to Disney Plus, some live action Yeah. Things. So I, d- 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 have you seen Enchanted? 
I've seen Enchanted once. I haven't seen it at all, I don't think. I don't oh, think I ever actually saw it. So, um, <clears throat> what my notes for it? I have a note for it that just says, eh. <laughs> I think the story concept is interesting. So, the princess is now in the human world, and mm-hmm. there's some interconnection between the human world and the uh, fantasy world, and something happens, and she might become evil. Um, she gets to make some wishes and it all goes horribly awry is what it looks like. So like the concept is there. Uh, it looks, it looks cheesy. It looks kind of, um, I feel like it's the same vibe as princess diaries, but without good writing is what it kind of looks like. Gotcha. Um, it's hitting that same target audience and I love princess diaries. I watched it not too long ago. Um, but it seems like the dialogue is just kind of weak sauce. So I'm not particularly excited about that. I, uh, based on me saying I've only seen enchanted once, Hmm. uh, you can guess I'm not the biggest, uh, nothing against the movie. It's just, it didn't hit any, it didn't check any of my boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like Amy Adams. I forgot Adina Menzel was even in the movie. So when she showed up, I was like, watch out. It's Elphaba. Oh. <laughs> Elphaba, she's coming to get you. So I had no idea. Like, I, I forgot what where the end of the other movie left the characters, except Amy Adams was no longer animated. She was a real person in the real world. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, we might have to make that a drunk Disney commentary. Just the first time Grace watches. Just to watch uh, it. Yeah, just to watch it. Yep. Yeah. And we'll talk over the movie. (laughs) But yeah, Disenchanted. It comes out November 24th. So maybe we could do a uh, Drunk Disney on Enchanted and then like do a... And a review. Yeah, like a short review on Disenchanted. Mm Mm-hmm. The next uh, live action movie that we're getting is Peter Pan and Wendy mm-hmm. uh, from uh, director David Lowry, who's done Pete's Dragon and The Green Knight, which is one of the it's one of the movies that I missed last year mm-hmm. that I heard was very good. Stars uh, Dev Patel. Mm-hmm. But uh, the new film dives deeper into Wendy's story as she joins uh, Peter Pan on a magical journey to Neverland and reveals the history of Peter's rivalry with Captain Hook. I, I'm excited about this. Um, it has some good people. Alan Tudyk, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude Law, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, so this has a good... It's premiering on Disney Plus, and I feel like of all the things, this is one that I would want to see in a theater. I'm not too sure. I don't, no. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like it's been a long time since we had a good Peter Pan kind of reboot. A good, a good one, because we had a Pan one. a couple of years Pan- ago. Like that was actually like twenty years ago. No, Pan was uh, that's Hook. No, Pan was was before that. I'm thinking. Yeah. What was? I'm even thinking something else. There was there was a Peter Pan in 2003. I remember seeing it in the theater, 
But there was okay, that's uh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, there was a pan with uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman, as Captain Hook. I want to say oh. what twenty eight, twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. Okay, I was close. I did not see this one. Yeah, I didn't either, because <laughs> I heard it was awful. And there was again discourse about uh, the casting of what is her name, Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily, which awful casting. Yeah. Rooney Mar is great, but as Tiger Lily, I'm not sure. Not for that. I disagree. Yeah, this is a great, an amazing cast, but. Huh. Now I kind of want to watch it because it's got this crazy cast. Who's in the cast? Um, You have Kathy Burke, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? Seyfried? Um, Nanzo Anozi, I think he's one of the, um, oh gosh, he was in Cinderella, what have I seen him in though? Oh, Ted Lasso, he's in Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. I think he's also in um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's in Game, he's Zaro's own Doxos. That's what oh, okay. I'm from I've seen him. Who else is in it? Rooney Mara, Hugh Jackman, Levi Miller. Yeah, so, like this has people. This has faces that we recognize. Huh. Okay. Well, I I'm excited for a new Peter Pan boot up, and I I like the idea of something being focused on Wendy. Mm-hmm. Too. I just watched Peter Pan uh, for the Silver Bracket uh, mm-hmm. this earlier this week, and. Mm-hmm. Not to give anything away, but I had more fun with that movie than I remembered it being. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it does. That Peter Pan and Wendy movie is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Mm-hmm. Now for the movies that are coming to theaters that are live action. The first one, and I am still sorting out my feelings about this one. Yeah. The prequel, Mufasa, The Lion King. Anybody who's met me, talked to me about Disney, who has listened to this show knows that I am a huge Lion King fan. And you also know how disappointed I was. Sorry, how excited I was for the live action remake and how disappointed I was at the live action remake. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't have much hope. I think it's interesting. Um... But it's, I mean, like we've talked about how uh, Lion King is basically a animated retelling of Hamlet. Um, and like, I don't, I don't care about the King's backstory that much. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. It, it feels like a reach to me <sighs> of all the things that you could do. I think it was on this show. I, I mentioned that I wanted more about Mufasa's backstory because of how, because of his rivalry with Scar wanting to, you know, because Mufasa is the character we get the least about mm-hmm. in The Lion King because he, spoilers, gets killed. <gasps> Ooh. You know who the voice of uh, Scar is going to be, though? Who? Kelvin Harrison Jr. Um... I know him from Buffy, but he's been in other things. He's also in 
He's been in things. Yeah. Um, filmography. He was in Elvis, which I haven't seen yet. He's been he's been in like such good things. Uh, Monster, Loose, Cyrano, uh, Gully. Gully is a weird movie. All that said, I and Barry Jenkins is a great director. I don't know how I'm how I'm going to get excited for this movie. Yeah. Like who's going to be Timon. Like I don't want I don't want Timon and Pumbaa and uh Rafiki. Well, Rafiki you need because of he's he's old enough. Yeah, Rafiki Rafiki can sing around, but Timon and Pumbaa like what that's wrong their storyline should not come into play. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know about that. Timon and Pumbaa never even met Mufasa. Mm-mm. Like it Unless doesn't make sense. Did. What if they did though? But oh they'd still God. like they're that's not awful that writing. much older. They're they're that's awful writing if they did. But yeah, anyway, it's hard for me to get excited for that movie. But it's coming out. It's supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty four. I I I can't. I I I don't want to get hurt again, Grace. Yep. I don't have a segue for this one. The next one, uh, Snow White. <laughs> uh, I am mm-hmm. legitimately. I'm I'm more hopeful for. I'm more mm-hmm. hopeful for. Uh, directed by Mark Webb, who directed both of the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and uh, starring Rachel Zegler from uh, West Side Story and Gal Gadot from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you for catching what? that joke. She was in Fast Five and Six, the better two of the was better she ones. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh. She gets killed in uh, Fast Six. Spoilers. Wow. Yeah, she's she's the only person to stay dead in a Fast and Furious franchise from the from the uh, from the family. She's the only one who's died and I stayed am... dead. So we're assuming that she's going to be the evil queen, right? She is the evil queen. I'm here for it. I'm I'm all about it. I'm very excited about that. I mean, for with characters like you know Maleficent and the Evil Queen and Jafar, if you can act on some level, like that's your that's your license to just go off and yeah like essentially ham it up and just be an yeah. evil person but i have a feeling with snow white they're going to kind of they're going to try and humanize her or yeah. just make her motivations more clear because mm-hmm. we talked about it during uh you know the golden age the evil queens kind of she makes herself she's she's not the most she's not the fairest in the land so she turns mm-hmm. herself into an ugly hag to mm-hmm. kill Snow White and yeah. then gets, you know, knocked off a cliff. Yeah, by a boulder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. And then the one that broke the internet, uh, the one that we actually got, one of the ones that we actually got a trailer for, The Little Mermaid from Yay. Rob Marshall, starring uh, Haley Bailey, Hallie mm-hmm. Bailey. Uh, coming to theaters uh, May 2023. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Rob Marshall had directed so much stuff. Like he directed Chicago and Memoirs of a Geisha, two legitimately fantastic movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed and choreographed Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. He directed the 1999 Annie with Kathy Bates. And I had to do a double take, but he he didn't direct it. He choreographed 
Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston. And yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, time out. <laughs> we are going back. This is either going to be fantastic <laughs> or a huge letdown. Okay, so that's that's the second time I've I've thought about the Whitney Houston Cinderella today. Um, what was the first time? <laughs> well, I was talking about I was looking at the cast for Little Mermaid and thinking I know that like some people were disappointed by M- Melissa McCarthy and I think she'll do a good job as Ursula, but I am a little disappointed. Um, but I also understand like you can't have like if we cast Lizzo or if we cast a drag queen as, um, as Ursula, then I think Little Mermaid risks being categorized the same way as the black Cinderella. Um, And like, don't get me wrong. I fucking love the Brandy Cinderella movie. I think it's great, but no one knows about it. Um, but it's not, it's not what people go back to. And it is characterized as like, that's the black version of Cinderella. Cause Um, the only people that turn up for that movie are the black community and uh Disney fans who know their shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Amber and I were talking about it a few weeks ago too. She's like, man, mm -hmm. we should watch that. Okay, let's do it. Um, If I can be critical of it for a second, the music mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Because mm-hmm. it's Rogers and Hammerstein's, mm-hmm. Rogers and Hammerstein. But if you watch it now, it absolutely looks like a TV movie. Like I can't oh, watch 100%. it. Hundred percent. I can 100%. listen to it, but I cannot watch it. I cannot. Um, yeah. So I I get the why, um, and in in that way, I think it's a smart move for Disney. Um, and I, I do think Melissa McCarthy will be good. It'll be fun to see her in, in a villain capacity. Um, I'm hella excited about Halle Bailey. I think it's going to be great. I'll get into I'll get into some of these criticisms, some of these skepticisms that I have. I am skeptical about The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who sent me uh, one of the TikTok videos about with all the black girls seeing the. The, the trailer mm-hmm. for the first time and realizing that Ariel is going to be black. And I said three things. One, the, I love all the black girl magic. I love mm-hmm. all their blind excitement. I love all the blind reactions. I'm, I stand, I stand in the, on the team that seeing this kind of diversity is important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It will never not be important. Yeah. Uh, second, it, it dawned on me that we live in the in the world of Disney news, mm-hmm. like I I cannot I I can't remember what it was like not always knowing what was coming next from Disney, because mm-hmm. I've known I've known that Ariel was going That's to be black for, for about yeah I've yeah for two years now I think yeah yeah I've seen I've seen Haley Bailey on uh, and I apologize for saying her name wrong I've seen her on uh, Grownish for the entire sh- run of the show. And when they said she was going to be Ariel, I was like, boom, do it. Absolutely. Take my money. And then I thought about it with the recent run of uh, live action Disney movies, you know, um, Beauty and the Beast, Dumbo, uh, just talked about it, The Lion King. uh, They haven't all been good. 
they haven't mm-hmm. all been necessary. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm holding my breath to tense. see if it's going, yeah, I'm tense to see if this is going yeah. to be both good and or necessary. Yeah. And we've talked before about how problematic The Little Mermaid is as a yes. story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I hope they take really great care. Um, I think it's great that they've cast her. Mm-hmm. I I think it can be really good. It looks good. Uh, but also, like, it's problematic. So we'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm how are they? about it. How are they going to address the moments where Melissa McCarthy steals her voice and basically is a black haired version of Ariel? Like, how are they going to get around that? The I prince, actually... like, the prince, like, how could you not tell them apart? They're two different well, skin tones. What are we doing? It was the same thing with the with the hair, though. Like, these two people clearly look different. Um, and we just had to set that aside. So I'm hoping they come up with a better... A better something. Yeah, better um, explanation for it. Maybe they bring in Chloe. Oh my gosh! What Yo. if they? What if they made Chloe? It's a, and it's a secret. That see, mm, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that makes it any less problematic. But we'll see. I think. I think they could <laughs> make her be the evil Ariel. That would be. I think that would be fun. I think we'll it, it would at least be more believable than <laughs> Melissa McCarthy or um, Halle Bailey wearing a, a black wig or just, you know, regular <laughs> black braids. Like, uh, no. Uh, we'll see. We will see. Uh, but I hope this, I, I've kind, I'm kind of getting weary of the uh, live action, uh, the live action movies, but I hope this is good for yeah. everything that it needs to be. I, for everyone who's looking at it, mm-hmm. you know, young black girls, Disney fans, trolls. I hope it's mm-hmm. good to, yeah. I hope it's good so that it can be, you know, to spite the trolls and to inspire, you know, the young girls who get to see someone who looks like them up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the the Disney proper and Pixar uh, movies that are coming out. Uh, what about your Star Wars? What uh, I am historically not the biggest Star Wars fan, so Andor mm-hmm. and everything. I hope it's great. I'm not that interested, but what are you yeah. excited for? There are a few things. So um, even before Star Wars, there's a new Marvel movie series i'm not even sure called secret invasion that follows nick fury that looks it looks dark it looks very cool i'm here for it um the new season of mandalorian is coming out i'm excited about that it kind of follows it looks like it's mando going back to the mandalorians and maybe having to fight to stay a mandalorian because he took off his helmet or maybe not 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 entirely sure, but we're going to see some other Mandalorians, which is cool. Uh, Andor looks very cool. Um, and will... I think this is covering some of the Obi-Wan era. Um, 
What else? There's a lot of stuff that was announced that wasn't. So Tales of the Jedi is animated. I didn't watch Clone Wars, but um, seeing the trailer for Tales of the Jedi mm-hmm. is makes me interested in watching Clone Wars. Um, gotcha. It will be animated uh, and will follow one of the female Jedi. I forget her name. Um, and yeah, that looks good. Um, anything else? I think I saw that they released a trailer for Bad Batch season two. Okay, I didn't see that. Um, which is Bad Batch is the only extra Star Wars thing besides Clone Wars. I think season seven that I watched. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Aside from that, the new Hocus Pocus trailer came out. I'm super excited about it. Um. I think it's I think it's gonna be good. Uh and like that's that's when like, did we need this? I think I'm about it. I think I'm good <laughs> for it. Um I saw the trailer for Percy Jackson and I don't know anything about the Percy Jackson. I just series. I just know that it's something that's commonly recommended for people who liked Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um for me, right off the bat, there's a trigger that one of the first words that said is half blood which is straight up in the title of one of the Harry Potter books. And I think that is, is going to be a hard thing for me to break. Mm-hmm. Um, like how original actually is the series, but granted, I know nothing about it. So who knows? I've talked with um, Alyssa, a uh, previous guest on the show about, mm-hmm. um, about the Percy Jackson series mm-hmm. Because there's Percy Jackson in the Olympians, and there's Percy Jackson, and I forget he he has a, a Rick Reardon has a thing where he goes through uh, Greek mythology. Uh, mm-hmm. There's Greek, Norse, and I forget the other one, but he goes through the different like how Zeus and Neptune are similar people. I forget what they what oh Roman that, yeah okay so it is Greek and Roman. Greek and Roman and Norse, and he has different series with those. So I think, okay, I think it's Harry Potter. Uh, it's Harry Potter like because it's young kids being being indoctrinated into this world that has existed long before them. And I think that's where the similarity stops from where I from what okay. I heard. Okay, cool. Um, and then Werewolf at Night, which were going to talk about next um looks interesting yeah looks very looks very film noir um funky weird i'm about it it looks very horror horror noir yeah uh because it's it, it it's it there's monsters it it delves deep into marvel's uh supernatural like I said, horror side of their universe, and mm-hmm. uh, it looks great. I haven't read the book, but mm-hmm. from the look, and I wasn't expecting this, and it's coming out in like three weeks. I'm like, give it to me mm-hmm. now. I yeah. am excited. I'm excited. And it's directed and scored by Michael Giacchino. Yes, that Michael Giacchino. Yeah, I was, I'm excited I was, for that. <laughs> I was reading, and I was listening to recaps, and they were like, yeah, there was like it's directed and scored by Michael Giacchino, and I'm like, that's got to be a typo, but it's on Wikipedia, this, so it has to be true. Is this his first director credit? I think so. 
And what a thing. Yeah. He had to have been a fan. Very cool. Yeah. Because it's it's not like it's, oh, it's an X-Men thing. Like, Werewolf by Night is very obscure. Like, I'm the comic mm-hmm. person in my circle of friends, and I can't even tell you about Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I'm excited about is, uh, oh, there's two more things, and then that's all I got. Uh, the Muppets Mayhem, which is a series following... Uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem going on tour and creating their first album, which is insane because they've been a thing since the Muppet show. And that's the one I, it's something that I didn't know that I needed and an electric mayhem album. Yeah. I'm about it. It is absolutely insane and I'm here for it. And I can't wait to actually, this is going to date me. I can't wait to actually buy the album. So, <laughs> like, dream tour. Give me a Powerline and the Electric Mayhem on tour. <gasps> yeah. Completely different can't styles of that, music. Can't, and what, what's the band from um, Turning Red? Oh, Four Town? <laughs> Four Town opens for Powerline. Yeah. That would make more sense. Combo. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I have is uh, and I sent this to Grace and to Gina to to troll them. They are restoring the Muppet Christmas Carol to its full glory in 4K. Yeah. And they're adding when love is gone back to the full movie. I'm so happy. I'm I don't need getting when choked love is up. Gone. I'm getting choked up because I need it. Oh. Because the ending makes so much more sense. It it does. You're right. I just don't need it. Uh, it's so good. Uh, I was telling my sister. I'm excited for the 4K. I was telling my sister, like, Blu-ray, VHS, DVD, HD, DVD. I don't care. Give it to me. Give me the whole, give me all <laughs> of it. Give me all of it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It, do we know when that's happening? When um, it's coming out? I want to say no. It, it's happening in December. I want to say December thirteenth. Yes, it's happening this year. <gasps> yes. Okay. It is happening. The definitive full version of the Muppet Christmas Carol will be available for all to enjoy forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. Do we have any other D twenty three news stuff before we get I don't to? I think so. Cool. So, as I said at the top, Disney Plus Day was uh, September 8th, and with Disney Plus Day, they released a couple of things. Mm -hmm. They released uh, Thor Love and Thunder. They released uh, another episode of She-Hulk. There was a uh, Nat Geo series or documentary that they released. But the main one was Pinocchio, the Mm live-action Pinocchio. Directed by the great Robert Zemeckis, starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket, uh, Cynthia Erivo as the Blue Fairy, and starring Benjamin Evan Ainsworth as Pinocchio. I'm just going to cut to the chase. This movie is not good. Yeah. It's not good. 
I'm glad you did me the service of watching it so I don't have to. Because um, I already don't like Pinocchio. <laughs> mm. We make no secret that we were not fans of Pinocchio here, but I recommend, I'm sorry, but I acknowledge that Pinocchio is one of the best animated movies of all time. Mm. It's it's culturally significant. It's uh, in the landscape of movies. It is an important film. But this one right here was not it. Like, it, it, what was so bad? Um, and I'm going to try to be brief. Uh, something that I noticed was uh, the first the first reason I knew it was going to be rough was the original Pinocchio is uh, uh, 91 minutes with credits. Mm-hmm. This and movie it already feels long. Yes, this movie by itself was uh, an hour and fifty one. It's almost two hours of movie. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, Pinocchio is very simple. Mm-hmm. What could they have added that yeah. that needed that 20 extra minutes? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> nothing was added that merited, that warranted that extra 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Evan Benjamin Ainsworth were were fine vocally as uh, Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio, respectively. They sounded pretty close to the originals, which if with with what Disney does with some of these remakes, it's either they go completely off script and add to the story or it's shot for shot. This mm-hmm. Pinocchio was an attempt at shot for shot. So yeah, no. with those two voices trying to carry on with the original good try good try i appreciated i think George, joseph gordon levitt I'll, I'll call the mvp of this movie mm-hmm. uh tom hanks i was kind of upset that he was in it because he's better than this oh S- he probably Sin- made a fuck ton of money though probably they probably yeah they probably cut him a nice check and he was in and out in a week uh Cynthia Erivo, another reason that people were, you know, showing their asses because she was the blue fairy and Mm -hmm. uh, she is a head shaved African-American woman. Actually, she's British American. She's British Mm -hmm. or she's British, not British American. She was fine as the Mm -hmm. blue fairy. She was just in one scene. She was at the beginning of the movie. Sorry, spoilers for all of this, by the way. Uh, She was at the beginning of the, the movie. And mm-hmm. didn't see her for the rest of the movie, which is odd because the Blue Fairy shows up two more times in the original. Yeah. Um, the scene with let's get to Pleasure Island, the creepiest scene in the whole movie. Um, number one, Pinocchio gets turned into a donkey because he is indulgent, mm-hmm. as all of the kids in Pleasure Island who get turned into donkeys are. Mm-hmm. Going to Pleasure Island, Pinocchio actively says, hey, I'm not sure about this. I actually don't want to go. And he gets peer pressured into it. And there's a whole song about how they peer pressure him into going to Treasure to Pleasure Island. And I'm like, that defeats what? The exactly. And uh, 
Luke Evans plays the coachman, who has probably the best vocal performance outside of Cynthia Erivo. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, I felt kind of bad because the lesson in that is what you're not supposed to do in Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. And with Pinocchio verbally and actively rejecting it, and visibly, it, you can tell he's not about most of the yeah. things that are going on. He starts to turn into a donkey anyway. He gets the ears and the tail. And I'm just like, I feel like this isn't any of Pinocchio's actual fault. Yeah. Because he's just kind of kidnapped and shanghaied into going there, even though he... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a weird twist on, like, no, even though you're peer pressured, you're still... You need to have the conviction not to. Because the physical way that he gets ears is by drinking the drugged beer. No, it's not even drugged. It's just beer, beer. Uh, what's the funniest thing? The funniest in the thing. Original? Yeah, it's just beer. No, I thought I thought it was definitely drugged. I, I I don't think so because they're drinking and smoking, which in this movie, Disney doesn't show smoking in their films anymore, so there's no smoking. And hilariously, I audibly laughed out loud. They make it a point to say multiple times, it's not beer, it's root beer. And I'm just like, that's sending the wrong messages because there's nothing wrong with root beer. It's okay, it, okay. It's hilarious and it's off base at the same time. But when there was no smoking, I said, how are we going to tell kids that smoking is wrong if we can't show smoking in the movie which is Mm. why pinocchio why it's wrong for pinocchio to be there because smoking is bad if there's no smoking the and then the biggest thing uh the the thing that made me audibly yell at my screen uh this is a major spoiler this is a major spoiler because it's the end of the movie but i don't recommend watching this anyway so i'm gonna spoil it he doesn't even turn into a real boy. He stays a puppet because there's this at the beginning there's the there are dropped hints that Geppetto makes Pinocchio because he misses his actual wife and son who apparently mm-hmm. he lost. And there is no context of this in the movie, but at the end of the movie Geppetto says I'm basically I'm sorry if it seemed like I was trying to replace trying to use you to replace my actual son Mm -hmm. because I wanted you to be real so much. And it's kind of a thing. It's, it kind of gives out the air of like, you can be whoever you want to be real or not. And it's just like, wait, I thought the mission that the blue fairy tasked him with was be brave, trust, brave, honest, and unselfish. And you get to be a real boy. And it's just like, wait, apparently he did all of those things, but decides he doesn't want to be real. So the lesson, the moral of the story, kids, is that uh, the world is not fair. And also when people are dead, we can't replace them. I guess. And there's this, and, and there are a lot of things that don't make sense. Like whatever Pinocchio can do is really inconsistent. Like mm-hmm. they go, they get eaten by Monstro, who isn't a whale. He is a sea monster because they say sea monster. And I was like, oh, it'll just, it's just how they feel about giant whales. And he dead ass has tentacles. I'm like, wait a minute. Why does he have tentacles? 
No. Granted, the inside no. of Monstro looks kind of cool. I think mm -hmm. that's my, I think, graciously, that's my one cool shot, is the inside of Monstro. <laughs> and it's all dark and shit, so take that as you will. But yeah. when they're trying to escape from Monstro, uh, Pinocchio's can swim really fast somehow. Like you know the you know the scene of uh, Dash, pat, uh, paddling them to shore in The Incredibles. Yeah, same thing. It's like that. It's oh, the same okay. thing. Interesting. Okay. And I was I was so confused. I'm like, wait a minute, where where in the like, where was it established that he he had superpowers? Yes. Like it happens once when they're you know, when they're swimming from Pleasure Island to back home. But mm -hmm. not with super speed. Like it goes from day to it goes from night to day by the time they get home. So it's like okay, he Got can it. pedal, he can paddle, but not at superhuman speed. Yeah. So it's just like, what is? There were so many decisions made and not enough asking mm -hmm. of why and how. Yeah. But yeah, I would in in the pantheon of live action Disney remakes absolutely mm -hmm. skip this one yeah no, thank you yeah. okay Once, do you have a drunk Disney for us uh, I do and if you if you don't heed my advice and decide to watch it anyway at least have a good beverage with it uh, mm -hmm. Grace agree or disagree I say drink every time someone says Pinocchio every time someone says puppet and every time someone starts singing yeah, I think that's sounds legit. Uh, it's very simple, very simple. This this movie has made me insecure about all of the. This is why I'm insecure about all of the uh, live action remakes that are coming. Uh, Things forward. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think this one needed to be remade, and some of the ones they they are ignoring the ones that should be remade that can be mined mm -hmm. for more. Uh, better story you know improvement yeah. like i say the top three that haven't been remade or haven't been announced that can be done are um the sword in the stone atlantis and the black cauldron i think those yeah. are the top three that fell short atlantis. somewhere atlantis would be good but it almost feels too much like avatar i, I see what you mean but kind of but I think like those won't even happen. Even visually and Secret World and yeah. Yeah. They, it, they won't make those because they have action adventure sci-fi franchises to mm -hmm. do that kind to cover that kind of market with. Yeah. And those would be yeah. mad expensive. So yeah. why make a thing that failed before where we can you know, make money off of a Marvel thing or a Star Wars thing to cover the same demographic. Yeah. So, I don't know. What a somber way to end. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah it is. But, uh, to pep it up a little bit, we have some wonderful episodes coming up that we have planned. Um, our next episode that we are working on next week is the Silver Age Bracket. We are returning to the Bracket of the Ages and we are going to talk about the Silver Age of Disney movies. Uh, I'm excited. I've been cramming all week. Uh, and uh, all the rest of this weekend, I will be cramming as well to be prepared. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Uh, For what? For the death of the king. Why is he sick? <laughs> no, fool, we're gonna kill him. We're gonna kill him. Grace and I haven't talked about this in a while, but we might also do a drunk Disney commentary for Hocus Pocus 2? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. It comes out at the end of this month, so it'll be wonderful. Maybe we do. New Year. It's we do October. A drunken Disney for Hocus Pocus 1, so then we can really appreciate Hocus Pocus 2. That's what we did. We already have done a drunk Disney for Hocus Pocus 1 when we were making venues. Yes. Mm, there was a there was a lot of rum that night. We were drinking with Pedro and Alana. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's why I had Kraken in my in my uh, liquor cabinet. Huh. Yep. And then we have a Strange World coming up. Yeah, we have some stuff planned, and we might even talk about um, Monsters at Work season one. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Disney Versus on uh, social media, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney Versus, on Twitter at Disney VS, and on Instagram at Disney Versus Podcast. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please give us a five-star review. Uh, if you leave a comment and a five-star review, we will re- we will read it on the air. Um, no, we won't, because we never do, because no one loves us. we are on the road to 100 episodes i don't know what we're gonna do when we get to 100 but it's gonna be fun it's going to be exciting (gasps) but we're gonna hit 100 on the 100th anniversary yes we're gonna hit 100 during in the the year that's the one thing we didn't talk about do you see disney's 100 year logo it's awesome i like it it's very cool yeah Yeah. i'm wondering what train that is it's Weird to think that Disney was around for 50 years before a Disney park was open. That is interesting. Or technically like 51 or two years, but yeah. Huh. Thank you for listening as always. And we will see y'all next episode. Goodbye.